Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Today is Thursday, May 12th. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad to be with you today. It's a very nice Thursday afternoon, getting warmer finally in northern Nevada. We've had some real cold weather for May of 2022, but it looks like the summer is just around the corner. Good things are happening in the world of real estate, real estate for investors, but maybe not so good for people that are looking to refinance their homes. Today, we're also going to be talking about one of my favorite comedians of the past, Rodney Dangerfield. Why would we be talking about Rodney Dangerfield in a real estate show? We're going to tell you that and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company. Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Well, rising interest rates are dealing a huge, huge blow to the mortgage industry in the first quarter of 2022. Lenders across the country issued about $859 billion in mortgages in the first quarter this year, but that is down a whopping 25% from last year, according to data that was released recently by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York this past Tuesday. The first quarter also marked the first time since early 2020 that originations fell below the $1 trillion mark. The main cause of this huge drop in the world of refinancing mortgages, which fell about 40% from a year ago, is due to the world of economy, not only here in America, but all across the country. Now, purchase mortgages are roughly flat, you know, so people are still buying about the same amount of homes they were last year, getting mortgages at the same rate as about last year. But two years ago, it's a big turnaround if you look from that far back because the market is gaining as more people find a need to purchase homes. More people are realizing the value 
of home ownership, but refinancing is way down. So the mortgage slowdown is just an example of how rising interest rates are plaguing every part of the economy. The Federal Reserve Bank has raised interest rates recently twice in order to bid and tamp down these high inflation numbers that we're getting that we haven't really seen in decades, but that's pushing up the cost of borrowing all across the board. It's also pushing up the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury, which is very closely tied to mortgage rates for purchase and refinance. Higher mortgage rates literally add hundreds of dollars to a household's monthly mortgage payment. And now that's forcing a lot of would-be home buyers to just give up or delay until the economy improves. This faster-than-expected rise in mortgage rates has accelerated the decline in refinancings. These refinances are really what drove the mortgage industry to record levels beginning in 2020 and 2021. Now, refinancing are expecting to make up about 33% of the mortgage loan originations this year in 2022, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. But that's down a huge number, 59%, in fact, since 2021. Now, overall, U.S. consumers are they're really getting and sending mixed signals about how much and how they are feeling about these changes. Many Americans, well, they're really depressed and pessimistic not only about the economy, but about the opportunity to buy a home, refinance a home, do anything that's a major purchase. Now, that's thanks to the big inflation that has raised costs for groceries, gas, entertainment, restaurants, you name it. Everything is getting more expensive in the United States. The economy shrank, in fact, by 14% in the first quarter of this year, and that's the worst thing that's happened as far as the growth and, and decline since early before the pandemic. Households have also been spending on travel and entertainment and consumer spending, but those numbers are starting to drop because of the rise of inflation. Mortgage rates jumped about 1.5 percentage points in the first quarter and continue to rise. In fact, last week, the average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage it hit a high that I haven't seen in the past 13 years of 5.27%. That was its average across the country. As interest rates rise and they get to these levels, more and more people are thinking maybe they should wait. Maybe it's not a good time to refinance. And they're right, because if their current interest rate is so close to the new refinance rate, it really won't make that big of a difference. And the costs associated with a refinance will take years and years to recover from. So more borrowers that could previously qualify to lower their payments by refinancing, they're out. In fact, the group that is looking to refinance across the country, in fact, the group that is looking to refinance fell below a total of 4 million borrowers in March, down from about 18 million in March of the year prior. This is according to the mortgage data firm Black Knight Incorporated. So remember, the combination of higher interest rates continually rising home prices, and a staggering economy that includes high inflation has pushed monthly mortgage payments really to their least affordable level since way back in 2008, according to the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. The median American household needed about 35% of its income to cover its payments 
on a median-priced home in February. A year ago, it was less than 30%. So as mortgage originations go down, it sends a signal to the economy. It sends a signal to the banking industry across the country. Less and less people are able to take advantage of the interest rates to buy a home, to refinance a home, to buy investment property. It takes real skill and real determination to pull the trigger on a real estate deal at this point. Now, there are some people that have extra cash and they're using the extra cash that they have when they were going to buy or refinance a home. The down payment, add more money to the down payment if they're buying or to pay down the mortgage when they're refinancing so that even at the new higher interest rates than we had seen in the last year, they're able to save some money on a monthly basis, but it takes an investment of cash to do this. And across the country, office owners, people that own office products, office buildings, commercial property, they're looking to unload or sublease a lot of the space that they've been acquiring over the last several years. In fact, companies across the U.S. are literally flooding the market with office space that they want to sublease, which is really aggravating many of the landlords that they lease some of this property from because they're already facing a weak demand as more and more employees are embracing this world of distance working, distance learning, hybrid working. When the landlords are grappling with low demand and, and a record amount of lease expirations is pushing down rents and vacancies up across the country. Literally, there are not enough tenants that are willing to absorb all of the spaces. The recent uptick in companies putting their space on the market really is a delayed response to the Omicron outbreak, the corona outbreak of late 2021, which really had more companies ready to settle on hybrid working, cutting office space, and so forth. It really reflects a lot of uncertainty that is still lingering over the economy, inflation, rising interest rates. Sublease activity is low in some Sunbelt cities that are attracting more companies and job. It's near its historic highs in New York, San Francisco, and Washington. In Manhattan, more than 20 million square feet of office space is available for sublease in the first quarter, according to a lot of the national tracking organizations, including one called Savalas. That's pushing up the overall office availability to the highest level in decades. As more and more people work from, from home, work remotely, there's going to be less demand on these kinds of big, expensive structures to run your business. Many listings across the country are in the types of new expensive buildings that have so far made it through the pandemic relatively unscathed. Uh, if you look at Manhattan, the West Side, for example, Warner Brothers Discovery recently started marketing around 500,000 square feet for sublease. Across the street at 5 Manhattan West, a company called SPC Global is marketing around 140,000 square feet that is occupied by IHS Market for sublease. Online insurance marketing place Polygenic has recently put up about a third of its downtown Manhattan offices for sublease. The company signed a 12-year lease for 85,000 square feet in early 2020. And since then, its employee, employee count has almost doubled from about 350 to around 650. And yet the company now needs less space. 
Why is that? Again, more people are working from home, more people have remote schedules, more people are less dependent on coming into the office. A lot of employees work only, you know, maybe one day a week in the office, and some of them maybe only two or three days. So in the big picture, a lot of that office space is only occupied about 25% of the time. And by, by cutting the space that these companies pay for, the company are looking, they're looking to lower its overall costs in the world of real estate. And today, in the world of business, real estate, whatever, every single dollar is critical. Inflation is at over 7%, and every day it seems like our dollar is worth less. We're not trying to tell you not to get involved in real estate. What I'm trying to tell you is this. Be really smart about the world of real estate. Talk to real estate professionals, people that work in this world day in and day out. They're the ones that can help you. Dan Ryder is the broker owner at Nevada Home Connections, and I encourage you to visit Dan's website, relocatingtoreno.com. We'll be right back. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company. Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. I'm glad to be with you because, well, real estate is what we love here at our radio show. And more and more people are finding the value of owning real estate, not only for primary residence, but for investment property as well. Of course, when you buy investment property, you have to think about this. 
Investment property really means you're in business. Your real estate business is something that you need to cherish, to love, and to protect. And the best way to protect your real estate assets is to make sure that you are incorporated in the right way for your particular situation so that you can protect those assets and prosper as much as possible without the fear of unwanted lawsuits, challenges in court, errors in documentation. You need to work with Sherry Hill from Sage International. She's the wealth protection diva, and for over 30 years, she has helped thousands of people all across the country make great decisions when it comes time to incorporate their business. And many of Sherry's clients are real estate investors, just like you want to be. Want to learn more about what Sherry Hill can do for you? Call her at Sage International or visit the website sageintl.com. Tell Sherry Hill that Peter sent you. Earlier in the show, we were talking about what's happening with refinancing, with mortgages, now that interest rates are going up, inflation is high, the cost of homes continue to go up. But when it comes down to it, we're spending more time in our home, and so the value of buying a home has increased as well. I also talked a little bit about one of my favorite comedians of all time, Rodney Dangerfield. The reason I talked about Rodney is because his main thing was this. Rodney Dangerfield got no respect. And so when you think about other things that get no respect, when it comes to decorating your home, for instance, let's look at the colors. You know, one of the magical colors of all time in not only decorating, but in automobiles, in fashion, in all kinds of attire. People are looking at the color black. Black has a magical number. Like in the world of business, when you're in the black, you're making money. Things are positive. When you're in the red, even though it's a vibrant color, you're not doing so well. So when you see colors in your home, in other people's homes, it sends messages to yourself about how things are going. And one of the colors that has gotten no respect all throughout the eons, it's not white, it's not black, it's actually brown. Brown has not gotten the respect that I believe it should have for many, many years because brown is one of my favorite colors. You know, there's so many hues. And I was going through some trades not long ago, and I ran across one that was talking about how brown is the new black and how you should learn to design with this new exciting color. So every week there's this company called Mansion Global that tackles a topic with a top elite group of designers all across the world that work on and own luxury properties. And now what we want to talk about now is how to successfully and attractively incorporate the color brown into somebody's home. Brown is not just for the roof anymore because brown can range from a soft beige to a rich amber to a deep cocoa chocolate. The color might even lean toward purple, gray, a little bit of green. It can be subtle. It can be inviting. Or it can be bold and intense. No matter what shade you're talking about, brown is really a comforting color. In its own way, it's sophisticated, chic, and can fit into almost any decor style. In 2022, designers are incorporating the classic color of brown more and more, and sometimes even replacing black altogether with brown. Chocolate brown is much more 
in depth. It has a more deep texture than black. It's a color versus a shade. You know, black is just kind of a shade of yes, light, no light, but brown is really a color. And black can create a contrast in space, but using a darker brown, like a chocolate brown, can give you the same effect, but really in a much richer and layered way, says Cindy Reinford. She's a designer that's in Greenwich, Connecticut. They asked a group of design pros about the relevance of brown in the world of interior design and how to use this classic color. And here's what's some of the things that they recommend. You should go for contrast. So browns, as it's coming back in favor, there's, there's all kinds of browns, all different shades, with other tones that can read in one way or another as gray or there are handsome colors in dark blacks. Brown is coming back in the favor. And we're seeing shades of browns with other tones that can read aubergine, gray. There really are fantastic colors. People like to use dark shades of brown, and those are often juxtaposed with a shade of white to give it a real, real strong pop. Chocolate browns and the more purple tones of brown, pinks, purples, and some shades of orange work really well with a solid brown. And yellow works well with all kinds of browns. There's something called a Hermes orange shade that if you put it against a chocolate brown, it, it really looks fantastic. It's all about contrast and introducing a splash of color, say the experts. Brown is a backdrop. Put a magenta pillow against it or a perfect shade of yellow, and it all jumps out like it's actually alive. It's a great way to make space more dynamic because you're layering the intensity of the colors of brown against the whole design, and those colors absolutely jump out at you. Brown is one of the most versatile colors and can be used with a myriad of many other colors. It's a timeless classic, in fact. But choosing brown, the right brown, can be really tricky. For example, is it being used as piping to highlight a pillow, fabric? Are the walls lacquered in dark brown, chocolate brown? Are you looking to create a, an exotic space? Now, either way, if you're planning to use a lot of browns, what you have to do, they say, these experts, is to make sure you vary the tones and textures of its use throughout the area that you're using these new colors. Brown gives everything a richness and depth without the harshness that you sometimes get with black. And it's easy to mix brown with other colors as opposed to black. Cooler browns, hints of gray and green go with them. A salon drab is the preferred shade by a company called Farrow and Balm. In some lighting situations, it can almost look like an olive color. Some people call it the palette of cognac or tobacco. It gives it a masculine feel. And when you use brown on walls, you don't really like to use white as much, say the experts, as a contrasting color because that white against brown would be a little too harsh. Instead, they recommend using olive green, a French gray, and brown walls, they say, look great when you hang a visual and vibrant abstract piece of art. Or you can add a wall-to-wall -wall carpet with a nice contrasting color of, let's say, beige or orange. And browns should be, in, in many ways, a little bit complex. And not like the crayon brown that you find in your crayon packets. They should be lean more in a direction that has some depth and some mystery.
Some people like browns that have red undertones. Some people don't. They'd rather have something that has more like a, a mink or a seal look brown. Really dark, but yet you can see, still see that color. And it's like those colors are on the verge of actually transforming them into something else. Some of the other experts in the color and decorating industry across the country uh, recommend something called Tanner's Brown. And that's a color by Farrow and Ball. A rural brown is by Benjamin Moore. And then the company, Sherwin-Williams, they recommend a brown in for 2022 called Seal Skin. To make brown feel really fresh, really alive, rely on a pattern, they say, that brings in unexpected colors and contracts. For example, they say a space with light-colored floors and a brown wall may be nice to add a touch of red or even lilac to add interest and excitement to the room. Lavenders and lilacs, they say, are really pretty when they're paired with brown. In Florida, somebody did a house with a deep brown wall and deep brown entryways. They put light grays and lavender as contrast. They used plaster accents. A little touch of black here and there was okay, and lots of rattan. It really feels comfortable. It's not quite so seaside obvious, they say, in Florida. One of the greatest wallpaper and brown specialists, her name is Nina Campbell, she says that when you have paper with brown ground and gray stone and white accent, it adds a dramatic yet understated highlight to the stain power of the room. It really adds a lot of punch to a room that was typically before maybe drab and dreary. So the color brown doesn't really get the respect, not in the past, that it should have gotten. I've always loved the color brown. And based on the information I've received recently here in May of 2022, I'm considering painting one of my offices into a brown and adding in some brown and contrasting accents. It could really make a room distinctive, feel new and vibrant, and still have that relaxed and comfortable feeling that we all look for in our personal residence or in our office. Hey, when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about a great interview that I had recently with a gent who's an expert in something many people in northern Nevada love, horses. He's talking about helping people who own horse property and horses train their horses, mules, donkeys, because our animals are every bit as much of our family, and that's what makes homeownership one of the best things we can do for our lives. We'll be back with Jerry and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. 
If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working here at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Before we get to talk about our guests, I want to let you know that we have found some great opportunities for people that are looking for part-time work, full-time work. And if you enjoy working with young people, Working at a community services agency might be the best deal for you. I'm talking about young children between six months and five years old at the Head Start and Early Head Start programs. It's a great way to serve the community. It's a great way to help our young people as they grow into their adulthood. And it's a great way to get them ready for that very important first day of kindergarten. So what you really do is you help our local community, you help our young people, and you get to build your career as a Head Start teacher. Want to learn more? Visit the website, csareno.org, or give them a call, 775-786-6023, and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, Jerry Tindell from Jerry Tindell's Horse and Mule and Humans School Two. Welcome to our show, Jerry. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here as well. Many people come to visit us, Jerry. They live right here in town. Maybe they live 30, 40, 50 miles away. Let our listeners know how far you drove to come to our show this morning. Well, sir, I came in from Southern California, Victorville area. We mm -hmm. actually have a little facility down there at Oak Hills, which is north of San Bernardino. And uh, it's about an eight-hour drive. We had a great time coming here. The weather was great, and it's just uh, we're excited to be here. I'm glad that you're here, too. When you mentioned San Bernardino, I used to drive through San Bernardino very often. Is that yes. a nice city? Yes, sir, it sure is. And uh, mentioning that kind of history, I feel very fortunate to be involved a little bit, and Roy Rogers is from that area. Roy Rogers had a museum there uh -huh. in Victorville, California, yeah. and I also got to visit that as well as Roy Rogers' home in Apple Valley. Uh -huh. And looking through that countryside, it was interesting to see a lot of the terrain was familiar to me by watching the old Roy Rogers westerns, and it was quite a treat for me. Oh, wow. That was so much fun. I, As a young man, I used to watch the Roy Rogers show on TV. and. Oh, it was, it's just really great. The world of horses has been so important in America. Uh, we were running TV. Westerns were the top, top television shows in the 60s and even into the 70s. And, uh, you know, we're, we're world's modern already, but yet the big focus was Westerns, even the movies. Um, I kind of missed that time, Jerry. Yes, sir. And if you look back and watch those Westerns, you saw... You saw pride chip in what they've done. You mm -hmm. you you saw a lot of family oriented ideas. You saw a lot of gentlemen that uh, yeah. that came onto the scene and presented themselves as you know good citizens of the country, and it was a great time. Oh, you know my favorite horses of all times. Well, first of all, there's Trigger, and then of course there is Mr. Ed, the talking <laughs> horse. I love that show. Mr. Ed is one of my favorite comedians. In fact. Yes. 
I'll tell you a quick little funny story. Uh, when uh, I moved up to the high desert and Roy Rogers Museum was there, mm -hmm. I got to go by and visit that museum. And it was yeah. really special because he, he had organized that museum in such a way that he represented his life and the people that influenced him. He was such a gentleman. Mm -hmm. But uh, we got to meet Roy and, and his wife, uh, Dale Evans. And yeah. it was kind of interesting. After Roy had passed on, we went to visit the museum when it was still there. And we were talking to Dale Evans, his wife, in the morning. She said, you know, I miss Roy every day and what a life we had. She said, but in one way, I'm kind of glad that he went before I did because I'm sure thinking that if I would have gone first, he would have had me stuffed in this museum. <laughs> because, he, you know, he had Trigger, he had his dog Bullet, and it yeah. was kind of a joke, but it oh, was interesting. Yeah. If I recall correctly, Dale Evans' horse was named... Buttermilk. A buttermilk. I believe That it. was real entertainment in those days because it wasn't only the acting that the individuals had to do, but their horsemanship and yes. the horse itself. My sister married a jockey, and my other sister married a horse trainer. And my new wife, her brother, is a horse trainer. And so although I'm not a horse rider per se, horses are very important to my family, and they've really taken us a long way. Even I, though I haven't ridden a horse, trust me, horses have gotten me to a lot of places. Yes, sir. <laughs> so it's a pleasure and an honor to have you here. I've seen a lot of your work uh, from your website, jerrytindell.com, and the Horse and Mule School is really an amazing thing to see because I have friends here locally. I have a great friend, and I understand she's one of your clients, and she interacts with you. In fact, I saw her on some of your videos. A really amazing thing. When I tried to describe this to somebody who doesn't know about horses and horse schools, I described it somewhat as a horse college for people and horses. Is that a good way you think it's described the work that you do? We've learned so much from the horse over the years and become a student of the horse. We're, we're trying to bring people into a world that is a little bit different. And I want people to realize that these horses are pretty natural. Mm -hmm. It means they, they come with a certain instinct. They come with a certain lifestyle. They come with a certain way to live. And we're trying to get people to understand that lifestyle and to fit the natural instincts of the horse and to suit that lifestyle. It's pretty honest, it's pretty straightforward, and it's a fabulous thing to understand. When I have been around horses, when I have talked to people that have horses, they tell me about the horse's attitude. Like every horse really has uh, an inkling of what's going on with the humans that they are interacting with. We need to realize that the horse has two major things that they live by. One is the flight system. Flight system. So a horse wants to leave anytime they're concerned or troubled or there's any threat involved, any danger, their way of life is to leave. Like if you look at at our cattle, our cattle can defend themselves with horns. Mm -hmm. So they are not really that type of movement. But a horse, his only means of survival is through his feet. Running. So he wants to flee and get away. Mm -hmm. The other side of that coin is if once we get in contact with the horse, they're not able to flee as much. Maybe they're in a corral. Maybe we have them on a halter rope. They can't flee. So the next thing, if we don't really get careful and understand, it could be the fight part of the horse. Mm. So we want to introduce horsemanship in a way that suits the horse, give them confidence in learning how to stay. We use their natural body control and their mind, and it's a pretty neat way to communicate. My guest in the studio today, Jerry Tyndall from Jerry Tyndall's 
Horse and Mule School, Humans 2. He's visiting with us today because, Jerry, you're in town in northern Nevada for a few days. You're doing some work here. Uh, you're helping some of your clients with their training. What What's going on? We're putting on a horsemanship class that is second to none. We introduce the people to the horses and the horses to the people. Mm -hmm. We talk about their natural abilities to move and how to control movement. Our main focus is about safety, everything for safety for the stock, safety for the human and the horse. So mm -hmm. it's a pretty neat way to come out and have a lot of fun, learn a little bit about what makes your horse tick, learn a little bit about why he thinks the way he does, and learn a little bit about why we need to honor that. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at your website now. It's talking about exploring your clinics, your workshops. It says here that your horse or mule requires specific training for it to gain new skills and work best under human supervision. The training you offer involves teaching the animal to do many things like communicate its own needs, support its handlers, tolerate and deal with many riding situations with ease, become a steady, dependable mount, of course, staying calm under the harness, and maybe even move certain vehicles or equipment. Now, Jerry, I like that because my mommy and daddy, when I was born, my dad was 50, and my dad grew up on a farm. He was born in 1905, and I have seen pictures of him with a horse pulling a plow. When he was a young man, there was no tractors. There were no big trucks. They used horses. It's really amazing. I many times think about how horses built America. You bet. Had it not been for the horse, we wouldn't be here today. Bringing the pioneers across that rugged country and terrain and hauling wagons and working in the fields. And uh, just as your story, uh, I grew up, my mom and daddy from Missouri, mm -hmm. 100 miles south of St. Louis. My daddy loved the logging business. Yeah. And he made a living logging with horses and mules. Yeah. So we kind of grew up in that lifestyle. And uh, it was just something to remember and has had a big influence on me being involved in the horsemanship today. I want to talk to you more, Jerry, about the other kind of animals. I mean, they're all equine, but you also have mules that you train. And, you know, I, I know that mules have a, they have a different way of working. They have a different personality. But horses and mules, uh, really, as I said, they've done so much for America. And now people can give something back by training their horses, training their mules, so they work, so they help them in the way that they need to. I want to talk to you more about that. We have to take a break. Please hang on. We'll be back after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. 
If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. With me in the studio today, Jerry Tyndall from Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule School. I'm glad you're with us today, Jerry. Thank you, sir. Appreciate being here. Would you rather be around people or horses? Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. Well, they go together. You can't have one without the other. So that's why we specialize in teaching the human about the horse and allowing the horse to be part of the family part of something that we all love to do and mm-hmm. uh, we're fortunate in our business today with my experience because we work horses mules and donkeys uh-huh. and we bring all these factors into our school and into our learning so it's interesting that we have a little bit of idea on all three of those species yeah so um give us the general difference between a horse and a mule and a donkey for the people that don't know about this how do you differentiate well it's a pretty interesting world let's take the donkey okay now the donkey is a amazing animal because and the story that i tell people is it takes a donkey an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes of tv (laughs) because they're slow they're methodical and they move small increments of time what that means is the donkey can walk trot and lope like a horse does But he's going to do that in short distances and only if he has to. So a horse, a mule will move one inch to get away from a threat. (laughs) Where a horse on the other side will move one mile. So a horse has speed. They have athletic ability. Mm -hmm. And they take that distance and they're just gone. Well, the donkey part of this, because the only way to get a mule is to breed a donkey to a mare horse. Mm -hmm. Once you cross your donkey to your mare horse... Now you end up with a mule, Got it. the only way you can get a mule. Uh-huh. And the reason that comes about is because of the chromosome factor. Mm-hmm. A horse has 62 to 64 chromosomes they can reproduce. A donkey has 62 or 64 they can reproduce. Mm-hmm. The mule has 63. They cannot reproduce. Ah. You, you could get rid of all your mules today and you could have one tomorrow because they don't reproduce themselves. Interesting, interesting. So if you want more mules you have to bring together a mare horse and a male donkey correct that's the so do some people own male donkeys for that breeding purpose and actually breed them is that what people do and we do as well we stand a really nice uh, proven jack and we raise mules 
at our place. Yeah. And what's neat about this, let me kind of just bring in a real quick story. In the early days, even growing up as a little boy, I remember people would be talking to my daddy and they say, well, we've got a horse that really doesn't do what we want it to do. And why don't you, you could breed it and get a work mule. Mm. Remember, work mules made this country what it is today. Uh, the borax, 20-mule team. Mm-hmm. You betcha. Yep. But things have changed to the degree today that they're breeding really well-established jacks with some of the best breeding mares in the country. So we've now got these mules that you can't beat them mm. because we've raised the genetics on them to the degree. I mean, they're fabulous animals. When you say jack, you're talking about a intact donkey. Intact, meaning he's a stud donkey. Okay. What are people using mules for nowadays? Do they ride them? Do they just look at them? Why do people want mules today? The reason that, for me personally, the reason I like a mule is they're so sturdy. Mm-hmm. They're easy keepers. They're very uh, good at what they do. You can ride, drive, and pack. You can pull your wagons with them. You can pack with them. They're great for families. They're great to be around. And the other thing that I appreciate the mule the most Mm -hmm. is it has made a good horseman out of me. Really? In the early days, not knowing it, that's why we have such a a huge following in our school program, because we as a human, we really don't understand. I could take a horse in the early days and get him to do something I wanted him to do, but I almost made him do it. I didn't get him to want to do it. Mm. Then I got involved in the mules being raced around with my daddy, and I tried to make my mules do it. They wouldn't do it. I had to go back and search a way that I could communicate better. Mm -hmm. I had to go to a point that I could say, let me help you learn to do it. So in that concept of working those mules in a way that they had to, I had to understand them, it made me slow down working my horses. It made me take more time working my horses, and it has made me a great horseman today. Wow, that's a fantastic story. I love the mule from my TV days. You know, I've been in the world of television and radio for many, many years. So obviously, yes, I watched a lot of TV as a young man. One of my favorite programs to watch as a young man was Gunsmoke. Yes, sir, Festus. And you're talking, you know it then. Festus was a mule man. Yes, sir. And um, he was always so proud of that mule. And I know why now after you talk to me, because that mule was loyal. It was dependable. You bet. And you never saw it get riled. You know, you just don't see, I've never seen mules get riled up the way horses, stallions do sometimes. They get pretty wild. The mule seems like it's a pretty calm animal. Is that really the case? Yes, sir, they are. And once you learn to understand and communicate, you just can't beat them. And I say that the, the mule will do everything the horse will do just a little bit better. I saw a movie when I was a young man, too. It was a, um, a kind of a fun show, a movie. I might have been. It was about a football team that had lost their field goal kicker, and they brought in a mule. And the story is, he kicks like a mule. <laughs> you ever heard that? What, yes, what does that mean? He well, kicks. it's pretty true. Uh, and, you know, sometimes a horse will just kick because they want to, but... The old-timers would tell us as kids, if that mule's going to kick, he's going to hit something. Oh, yeah. They're a lot more thoughtful. Oh, yeah, and they're probably accurate. (laughs) They are very accurate. (laughs) Yes, sir. Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule School is what we're talking about. Southern California. Your website talks about clinics, opportunities for training. Uh, You've got a great gallery with videos, tons and tons of videos. 
I love the way that you really show people how to do the basics when it comes to horses. Just walking them around a pen, getting them into the circle, and then loading them up. I would I would think that loading them into a trailer can probably not a difficult thing to do, but sometimes that can be one of the biggest challenges. If you look at the horse in his real world, they stay out in the open. We mentioned that their whole lifestyle is about being aware, uh-huh. knowing that their surroundings, and being able to go if they need to. That's why we don't see them under shelters very often. If you see a horse out in the wild, they're usually not hunkered underneath a shelter. They'll even withstand all the elements of the weather because they need to be ready to go on a moment's notice. Uh So getting them in a horse trailer to the horse is like driving them into a dark tunnel. Uh So it's a very difficult thing to do. And we specialize in teaching people to handle horses and put him in situations that he feels comfortable going in a safe manner. Wow, and that that would mean to me, I would think that the the owner of the horse, the rider of the horse, has to spend a lot of time with that horse. It's it's you can't just get on a horse. I understand once a week and and have that horse uh, relate to you. It's a, it's more often than that, right? Well, sir, let's think about a situation. Let's say that we just have a horse because we love them. Mm-hmm. We've seen the westerns that you and I have mentioned. We've talked a lot about how we just want the lifestyle of being a cowboy and around horses, everybody wants a part of it. So let's say that you just have a horse and you don't have a lot of time to ride, but you have them in your family and you have them as part of your family. But think about this. If they're difficult to catch, they're difficult to lead, they're difficult to take take care of their feet, and they're difficult to have a vet work on them, and the most important thing is the trailer loading. Mm -hmm. Think about disasters. Think about a fire. Think about having to move your horse in an emergency. Mm-hmm. And if you've waited and not really studied, you haven't taken the program from Tyndall's Horse and Mule School, maybe you don't quite know that that horse needs to know the basics of care means more than food, water, and shelter. That to me means their mind is good. They're good being around us. We can get their feet done when we need it. We can catch them when we need it, and we can load them if we need to get them out of the facility in an mm-hmm. emergency or to a vet. Yeah, if you're going to have a horse, you better have a horse. Yes. You better do it right. There's yes. no halfway, I would imagine. But the percentage of people that follow this are very little. So we're trying to get people on board and say, hey, come out and learn to be part of your horse. That means so much to him that you can't imagine. Jerry Tyndall, that's great information for our listeners. In the world of real estate, Tons and tons of horse properties here in northern Nevada. Reno, Sparks, Fernley, Fallon, Minden, Yarrington, Gardnerville. There's horses everywhere. People live in northern Nevada for a large part because they love the world of equestrian. And I'm glad that you're here in town in northern Nevada this week to help people advance their relationship with their equine. I have one last question for you, Jerry. When I travel to southern Nevada... And I go through a little town called Tonopah. Yes, sir. Right off to the sides, I see a lot of burros. So what's the deal with the burro? Are they in some way related to the mule, the donkey, or the horse? They are the originator of this country. You know, the the first jack, meaning an intact jack, was given to President Washington. Really? That's how this thing came about for us. So, yes, they and they're survivors. If you look at the country that they live on, uh-huh. you live at how little food we oh, think amazing. they have. It amazing. Is, it is amazing. So they are the best of the best. They will survive uh, when nothing else will. True survivors. 
I've seen people riding burros too. They look kind of fun to ride. And you know, the other thing, Peter, about what we just think about is the mindset of the donkey that can aggravate people is really the true mindset we ought to have. Take your time, think about it, think about what you're going to do, and think about the result because that's what the donkey does. Yeah. That's why it's hard for people to get along with them. Because they don't, they don't realize the donkey has so much thought process in what he does. Doing a lot of thinking in yeah. that. And they think early. <laughs> I want to read one last thing from her website. It says the 60-90-180 effective training program. So you say, let's solve it. Put your animal in one of our 60-90 or 180 effective training programs. And Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule School will assess your needs and plans, identify the best path, to identify and achieve your desired results, to fix anything that could be holding you back in the world of equestrian. We begin our work with the animal right away. They'll take part in a program that has them active all day long. No animals in training stay in their stall on your ranch, Jerry, unless they're there on a day off. And you have plenty of hardy work ethic at Jerry Tyndall's Horse and Mule and humans to training school. I'm really glad you're here today. Thank you, sir. It's our pleasure. Any final thoughts for our listeners if they want to maybe take that next step and get some more education for themselves and their horse or mule? Visit the website. Check out uh, our new online school program that we have tons of information to help people. Let's say that oh, yeah. you're busy, you can't get to a clinic, or maybe you're not in our area. There's tons of very valuable information on there. But I'd like people to think about this. If you think your animal is not connected to you, if you think your animal is having trouble in some areas to be in the family and to be safe, if you think that they're just messing up because they want to, if you think they're not connecting for other reasons, I'd like you to think again. <laughs> yeah. Think about the animal, get into their world, get into their mind, get into something that means something to them, and I, it's a great opportunity, and we're here to help you every step of the way. That's fantastic, Jerry. I hope you have a chance to come back to our radio show sometime down the road. In the meantime, I'm going to take a chance and go out and see some of your work tomorrow at your next training session here in Northern Nevada. Yes, sir. We're looking forward to it. Thank you for being with us today. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. I just absolutely love working here.